What's up? It's JJ with Goodies and Two Shoes, and thank you for tuning in to the Good Talk Podcast. If you don't already follow us on socials, on IG, follow us at Goodies and Two Shoes, YouTube at Goodies and Two Shoes, Twitter at Two underscore Goodies, and on TikTok, Goodies dot the letter N, the number two dot shoes. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. We can light up the sky, you and me tonight, see what we can find. Come on to my galaxy with me, with me, with me, yeah. Oh, hey. We can light up the sky, you and me tonight. See what we can find. Come on to my galaxy. Welcome to a special with edition. Me. Um, every Monday I want to kind of start doing this, uh, special, like I said, special episode, um, just specifically for me, more so than anything, um, as y'all know, I am a Panthers fan, so what I want to do is I want to start, uh, doing, um, a week by week review of the atrocity that we have to suffer through as Panthers fans. Week in and week out um, So that, that's what that's what today is But I'm going to let the song rock for a little while uh, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and warn y'all right now I'm not in a good mood at all I, I really am not I'm not in a good mood at all So like I said We'll, we'll let the song rock for a little while And then we'll, then we'll just jump right into it Go over a couple NFL scores from yesterday um, And then we'll proceed Let's just I mean Let's just get to this shit If you don't already uh, Excuse me If you don't already Follow us on socials At Goodies and Two Shoes At G2S Good Talk Pod um, Twitter At Two Underscore Goodies uh, Goodies Dot The letter N The number Two Dot Shoes On TikTok um, And of course On YouTube uh, Goodies and Two Shoes <clears throat> So I mean I really don't even know where to start. I'll just be honest with y'all. I don't. I, I I really don't know where to start because, I mean, the first three weeks. Matter of fact, I'll say the first two weeks. First two weeks, training camp up to the first two weeks, I was very very excited about this football team. Um. Then week three, Thursday night, we play against Houston in Houston. Christian McCaffrey goes down. J.C. Horn goes down. We play Dallas the following week. We're in the game. We're competing. I think we had a one-point lead going into half. Then everything, I mean, you can legitimately just circle quarter number three of the Dallas Cowboys. If you just want to highlight one thing that was the beginning of the end, go back and look at that, that third quarter against Dallas. That was the beginning of the end. So fast forward, we get clipped by Dallas. Then we play Philly, get clipped by Philly off a bullshit game from Sam Darnold. And matter of fact, I'm not even going to just put this one on. I'm not going to put that game just solely on Sam Darnold. I'm not. I'm not going to do that because he's going to, trust me, I'm on his ass. I'm on his ass. So the whole offense pedestrian against Philly. We get clipped against them niggas. Fold against them. Last week, Minnesota. Get clipped against them. And then yesterday. And I'm missing a loss somewhere. What do we have? Dallas. Three and four. Dallas. Philly. Minnesota. And then yesterday against New York. So that's correct. Yeah. So then, you know, like I said, we get clipped by... By Minnesota in overtime, a game that them niggas shouldn't even have been in. Again, lack of execution, lack of coaching. The, the the constant problem since Christian McCaffrey has been down. 
because it's a, it's just a level of incompetence since he's been gone from everybody within the organization. Scott has been the only one consistent. Scott and Dave Tepper. Everybody else, they just look like they're fucking clueless without this nigga. So we get clipped against Minnesota and then yesterday. And that really was just, for me, that was just a breaking point, bro. <clears throat> that was just a breaking point. Come out, again, week seven. Yesterday against the New York Giants, 25 to three. I mean, just just, just horrific. First call, uh, first drive of the game, we go for it on fourth down in our own territory, and we want a fucking halfback stretch. If that halfback stretch is, is still a part of our, our, our fucking playbook, after what we saw this past week, then, then then we need to really reconsider everything that's going on right now. We ran a halfback stretch, I want to say, seven or eight times and maybe uh, uh, totaled 11 to 12 yards combined on each, each, each time we ran that play. Our offensive line is not good enough to run that fucking play. Stop running it. Stop running this shit. We don't got C-Mac. This shit is not going to work. Chuba is not going It's not going to work. Chuba is not C-Mac. We've seen that on numerous occasions since C-Mac has been down. He can't fucking catch. The halfback stretch ain't going to work with a shit O-line and you don't have a top three to five running back in the backfield that can make some bullshit happen when niggas just bust through the line. So stop running that fucking play. But neither here, uh, that's neither here nor there. We run the halfback stretch on fourth. We get it. Gain of like one or two yards. Mind you, this is the first possession of the game, and we're going for it on fourth down within our own territory. So off rip, I know, I already know off rip, this game is about to be some bullshit. I already know. Because this is really how we're starting. So I already know the game is about to be some bullshit. Come out. Defense comes out. They get a stop. Matter of fact, we make it. Get the fourth down conversion. Go down. Choke in the red zone, per usual. Settle for a fucking field goal. Defense comes out. Has a uh, a, a stop. I want to say t- uh, a possession or so later. You know. Shit-ass punt. Short field for, for New York. Defense stops them on the goal line. So we... Uh, Defense stops them on the goal line. Four straight uh, four straight plays. Or three straight. Whatever it was. Regardless, them niggas had the ball on the one or closer. And the defense stopped them. Because the defense came up. Because I'll be honest with you. The defense is the thing that's carrying this team right now. And that's not saying much. Because we lost the last four. But if we can if we can look at the team and take, I guess, a positive. If, if we're in it for moral victories. We can say the defense has been playing solid. Don't let those numbers yesterday fool you. So we get to stop. Okay. Then what happens? Sam Darnold and the fucking joke of a quarterback he is. Intentional grounding in the end zone. Safety. So now, like I said, it's 5-3. Five to three at halftime against the one and five New York Giants. Come out, you know, shit drive after shit drive after shit drive. Finally, uh, New York gets a touchdown. They go up what, 12, 13 to five, uh, excuse me, to three. 13 to 3, I believe, or, or, or 12 to 3, some shit. And then, I mean, the rest is history. We got fucking Daniel Jones looking like Odell Beckham. One handed catch. This nigga bobbling the fucking ball and shit. Holding on to it. I mean, it, uh, yesterday got so fucking bad. I, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. And it shouldn't be like this because I shouldn't, I shouldn't give a fuck about these niggas this much, but I do. It got so bad yesterday. After the game, nigga, my stomach hurt so fucking bad, I had to take a nap at my boy's spot. It's like 10 niggas in there. I had to take a nap in the middle of the fucking shit. So disgusting and embarrassing, bro. 
it's, it's so disgusting and embarrassing. There's no other way to put it. Just an atrocity. Disgusting. So, we get clipped. We get clipped. 25-3 to the New York fucking Giants. Mind you, a New York team, uh, a New York Giants without Saquon, without uh, Kadarius Tony, without Slayton, without Sterling Shepard. I mean, bro, we can't beat that team. We can't beat that team. And I fucked up and made the mistake of last week because I'm thinking, you know. Listen, we can turn our last week. I'm thinking we can turn this shit around. Okay, yeah, we're three and three. We've lost three straight. Whatever may have you. Fuck it. It's okay. We'll get back on track this week because there's no way in hell that the New York Giants have all of these players down and they still clip us. There's no way, right? That's what one think. One would think logically. Logically, there's no way we're not we're not losing to the Giants, right? Especially no Saquon, no Tony, no Slayton, no Shepard. Pedestrian offensive line. That's generous at that. Pedestrian, that's generous for that offensive line. You know, I know our front seven will be able to cause some, 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 wreak some havoc. But no. So what I do last week is I buy a ticket for the Atlanta game. My uncle, you know, my uncle and cousin, they called me like, let's go to the game. I'm like, okay, let's go to the game. They're Falcons fans. Let's go to the game. So now, next week, I have to sit through the living hell of watching the Carolina Panthers play football in person this time. And I tweeted yesterday, after next week, I won't be going to a a Carolina Panthers game for a very long time. Because it's so fucking stressful, bro. And it's so sickening. Like, really. It really is. Because there's really nothing. Like I said, I want to do a, a week seven review or whatever. For these niggas But it ain't really shit to review It ain't shit to review Like honestly Sam Darnold That's what Sam Darnold and Matt Rule It really Like that's who I'm gonna be talking about All like for this The next 15 to 20 minutes That's who I'm gonna be talking about For that whole duration of time Because My god It's just like I don't know if Sam Darnold has put a spell on this nigga, Matt Rule. I don't know if he he got something on him, blackmailing him or something. I really don't get it, bro. I don't get it. You know, midway, probably, matter of fact, not even midway. Towards the end of the third quarter, P.J. Walker finally makes an appearance after, after Sam Darnold goes 16 for 25 for 111 yards and one interception against one of the worst defenses in the league. After he does that, Puts on a shit performance. PJ Walker finally comes in. He's no better. He he he's no better. We get no traction going. You know. Got motherfuckers getting paid 24, 25 million dollars. Robbie Anderson specifically. Can't do his job. Like I said, I I, I, I said I was gonna stay on Matt Rule and Sam Darnold, but really it's it's everybody, bro. It really is. Everybody on the offensive side of the football. Because I don't want to hear shit about the defense. I don't want to hear shit about the defense. Matter of fact, let me pull up the scores. Let me pull up the scores. Now, week three, or excuse me, week four against Dallas, yeah, the defense deserves some some blame. They did. We can We can all agree on that. But when you when you come out and you hold a team to five points and a half and you're still trailing going into halftime, that shit is discouraging, bro. The way Sam Darnold is playing right now is called I can tell you that it's causing division within the locker room. Because there's no way that a, that one unit can play so excellent, so unflawed, and when they do make a flaw, or when they do have a flaw. They make up for it. There's no way that they can play as effective as they do. And then the offense just comes out and shits the bed. And there's nothing to be said about it. There's no uh, rumblings within the locker room about it. There's no way. So with how shitty the offense is currently playing, 
Now I'm having a question what the team morale is like. What's the chemistry like? So now as I'm looking at it, I'm just like, fuck. Like I told I told Yak yesterday. I'm like, bro, like I'm I'm I'm, I'm sitting here looking at, you know, the schedule. I'm like, my nigga, we might not even we honestly might not even win a game. Another game for about five or six weeks. Honestly. Look at this. 36 against Dallas, which like I said, the defense, that, that's one game where I'll 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 concede and say, okay, yeah, you're right. 36 against Dallas, 21 against Philly. Now, mind you, that Philly game was extremely close the whole time. Had it not been for Robbie Anderson dropping passes on third downs, had it not been for Sam Darnold throwing two, three uh, uh, horrific interceptions, we're not even in that position for Philly to score 21 points. Gets the Vikings. Third quarter, fourth quarter, everything goes to shit. I'll give it to you. But again, it's all about situation. So if the offense executes better... We're not in that. We're not in that position. Then yesterday, twenty-five to three, and that twenty-five is going to be very misleading because that's not going to highlight the huge stop that we had on the goal line. That's not going to highlight the fact that you know Sam Darnold makes a dumbass mistake. In the end zone, giving up a safety. That's not going to, you know, add to That's not going to reflect the fact that our punter is shit. Can't flip the field. Shanked like three punts yesterday, giving him the ball on the 40, uh, in our territory on the 40, 47, 50. That's not going to highlight those things. So then when you have Matt Rule want to come in a, in, in a press conference and try to distribute uh, the blame around to everybody, no, nigga, that's not what this is. This is on you, you, fucking you, Joe Brady, and Sam Darnold. That's who it's on. It's not on everybody else. It's not on everybody else. And I get so sick and tired of having to listen to these damn press conferences week in and week out of this nigga every time after the game. And he always saying the same shit. Oh, we got to do this better. Oh, we got to. It's a team game. We got to execute better. We got to. We got to. Defense has to play better. No, the offense has to execute better. The play calling has to execute better. The defense is fine. So let's go ahead and dead that right now. The defense can't do no no much more than what they've already done. They're playing with they back against the walls week in and week out because we got a shit punter and a shit for brains at quarterback. And week in and week out, I hear the same shit from Matt Rule trying to deflect, like coddling this nigga Sam Darnold. Fuck Sam Darnold. Talking about I don't want to... Imbe- Matter of fact, I got the clips. I got the clips. I don't. I, 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 Matt Rule has absolutely no control over what's going on right now. I, I genuinely believe that. Two years ago, three years ago, whenever, when he came in, he calls Sam. Uh, uh, he calls Cam Newton his guy. Right. A week and a half, two weeks later, he gone. Uh, this past week, after the game, we gotta. We have to redefine who we are. Chuba, Chuba is capable of running the football. We have to re- redefine who we are. We're going to run the ball about 30, 32, 33, 34 times next week. We have to redefine who we are. Come out this week. Mind you, it was a 5-3 to three game up until about uh, 6, 7, 8 minutes left in the third quarter. 5-3 to three game. So there's no reason why you can't run the football. So that's what he says. We're going to run the ball 32, 33 times a game, uh, a, a game next week going forward. Come out. We ran the ball 17 times. It's another another situation he has no control over. Joe Brady. Cause I I mean he, and, and uh motherfuckers gassing Joe Brady too. Like he the best thing since sliced bread. He ain't showed me shit yet at all. He ain't showed me nothing. Only thing he showed me is he can he can uh design a whole play a whole playbook. For Christian McCaffrey. That's the only thing he showed me. That I mean, that's not impressive. 
Because you don't got to do shit for that nigga. Because he different. So we have that. We're going to, like I said, we're going to run the ball more, right? 17 rushing attempts yesterday. 49 passes. Mind you, the game did not get out of hand until midway through, uh, through the fourth. Because the game was still winnable. We went down by nine, still had a chance to win. And then shit possession after shit possession after shit possession leads to now, okay, we have to throw the football. But again, when it was five to three, we weren't running the football. And when we were, we were running a halfback stretch, halfback stretch, halfback stretch, halfback stretch. Shit not going to get it done, bro. It's not going to get it done. Listen to this nigga. And it just, like I said, it just, what makes me even more sick like honestly, God honest truth. Because after after the game, I was pissed off. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was pissed off. I get I nigga, I get pissed off when the Panthers lose. After the game, I was pissed off. But it wasn't until I listened to this fucking interview that I realized like my stomach was starting to turn. Just from anger and frustration. Having to listen to this bullshit week in and week out. Listen to this shit. I got like five or six clips of this nigga Matt Rule just saying shit. Just talking. And even the reporters, bro. Even the reporters that's doing these post-game press conferences. Now these niggas are just like, Matt, what? Pretty much like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? You're just talking out your ass. And you can hear, you'll hear the frustration with some of them niggas. Like, so, so, uh, last week you said this and that. And, and now you're saying, or... You know, you, you're saying Sam is your guy. Why, like, what makes you have? How is he your your best your best option? He uh uh, uh we're not winning right now. We're not running right now. no shit. So why the fuck would you, wouldn't you change something? Why would you not give somebody else an opportunity? That's the that's the question. Just listen to this nigga. You know, Sam will be our quarterback next week. Uh, he'll be our quarterback moving forward, but uh, in a game like that, you know, I mean, I called a, I called a fake punt at the minus fifteen or twenty yard line in the first half, trying to get us going. It got, you know, we checked out of it. Championship look, look, so. look! No, no control, bro. No control. How can you? How are you the head coach? You call a fake punt and it gets checked out of. If I tell you to run a fucking fake punt, you run a fake punt. Ain't nothing getting checked out of. No control, bro. No control, no leadership, no control. That's one clip. Listen well, to this next one. Coaching Sam well enough, you know. So this isn't about Sam, you know. I mean, how how is it not about Sam? How is it not not about Sam? Since the third quarter of, of uh, the Dallas Cowboys game, I want to say Sam has completed only fifty two percent of his passes. He's currently fourth or fifth in the NFL now for interceptions. Yards are just, I mean. Are just completely out of the window because he hasn't done shit there again. Yesterday he went sixteen to twenty five for one eleven. So how is it not about him? So like I said, bro, no control. He's coddling this nigga Sam Darnold. It's always somebody else's fault. We have to do better. Yeah, you know what, Matt? You're absolutely right. Y'all do have to get. Y'all do have to do better. But at some point, some of the accountability has to be passed on to Sam Darnold to step the fuck up. Cause right now this ain't gonna get it done. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. And you and, and and Matt Rule, you keep fucking around, keep defending that nigga, and your ass is gonna be jobless just like him within the next year and a half, two years. Keep fucking around with this nigga, bro. Listen, just listen. I got yeah, more clips. We needed some explosive plays. We need some guys to make some big catches. Um, so, um, but at the end of the day, you know, as, as a coach, uh, you're standing on the sidelines. Sometimes you're just trying to create something to get the team going. So just, just, I mean, it didn't hit Colin. Colin, you know, does he drift? I, I don't know, but I was just sort of like, hey, I could feel like it was at the tipping point, right? We were now or never, and um, I think I waited one more drive, um, and then went ahead and did it. And the last thing I wanted to do was embarrass somebody. And I I'm gonna play that shit again so y'all can hear what this nigga just said and, and, and understand my frustration. Just listen to this. Does he drift? Just listen to this. Just listen to this, bro. I was just sort of like, hey, I could feel like it was at the tipping point, right? We were now or never, and um, I think I waited one more drive. Um, and then went ahead and did it. And the last thing I want to do is embarrass somebody. And I know, because I know that this is going to be the story this week, but. The last thing he wants to do is embarrass somebody. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, 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 like this nigga Sam Donald is a little kid. Mind you, this, com uh, this comment is coming after a reporter asked him, you know, why, why did you decide to throw PJ Walker in there? You know, what took so long, et cetera, et cetera. Shit like that. 
normal questions for a head coach to answer after you see your, your quarterback go 16 to 25 for, for 111 and an interception. Normal questions. He doesn't want to embarrass anybody. Well, Matt, guess what? You're fucking embarrassing me. You're embarrassing the Panthers community. You're embarrassing uh, uh, Dave Tepper every time you step on the field with this shit product that we've seen the past four weeks. You're an embarrassment when your kid has to go to school after his dad just, I mean, shit to bed. And all his little friends, you know, have to listen to, uh, listen to you talk in a press conference and keep giving us the runaround. Keep giving us bullshit answers. Keep showing us that you're in no control of the situation whatsoever. You don't want to embarrass anybody? Are you shitting me? This nigga is a grown-ass man in the NFL. Tell that nigga to grow up. Talking about you don't want to embarrass anybody. I t- again, Sometimes like I said, bro, I have so many clips. I have clips, bro. And this is, mind you, this is just yesterday. This is just from yesterday. I have so many clips. Have to come back. So we'll, you know, Sam will define who he is. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is up to him, but. What's up to him, Matt? What's up to him? What's up to him? Ain't shit up to him. That's the problem. He has no control, bro. Matt Rule has no control over this locker room. Matt Rule has no control over what these niggas are doing. Matt Rule has no control over person L. Matt Rule has no control over shit. And when I hear you saying shit after a 25-3 win uh, loss, when I hear you saying shit like, we don't want to embarrass anybody because we know that's going to be the story throughout the week. Uh, duh, motherfucker. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. 16 to 25 for 111 in a whole game of football with one interception. And this is only the most recent performances of a shit stretch from Sam Darnold. But you don't want to embarrass anybody. So how embarrassing is it going to be in two or three weeks when you go back to BOA? And all you seeing is blue on the screen because it's fucking empty seats. But you don't want to embarrass anybody, right? You don't want to embarrass anybody. You don't want uh, Sam Darnold to take any of the accountability. Because it's always, uh, we just have to play better as a team. Uh, we have to coach him better. We, matter of fact, I think I got a clip of him saying this dumb shit too. Really good. I was proud of our coach. Uh, I'm sorry. But you did. Listen, oh no, this is the clip right here And the, 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 the reporter's like "Uh, But you you said that Sam Just listen to this shit listen. Coverage was really good, I was but proud of our coach uh, I'm sorry, but you, you said right then Sam will definitely be your quarterback Yeah, Sam will be the quarterback You know, I just I just uh, wanted to get something going today you Why? Know, why, like why, is why, why is Sam so, going to be the quarterback? Um, you know, PJ's always ready But, uh, you know, uh, Sam Sam, you know, if, as long as Sam does the right things He comes back Listen, and, why, watch, you know, he's watch my nigga Hey, and I can always tell, bro Because, you know <clears throat> And I, I, I'm not trying to make this a race thing or anything But, you know, sometimes black niggas are just like a little more straightforward and shit, a little less professional. So you hear the black nigga, the the, the black reporter. He like, uh, what makes you think this nigga is the best option? So you say he's a starting quarterback. What what makes you think he's the best option? What you hear him? Just watch. But if you're a competitor, you show up this week, and I know he's a competitor. He'll show up this week. What is it about Sam that, that you think gives you all the best chance to win? <laughs> he's like, dude, what, what is it about Sam that you know that you that makes you think? And your delusional ass mind Translation What the fuck has he done To show you And your delusional ass head Skull That he gives you The best option to win um, I mean we're not winning right now so, No shit uh, That's why he just asked you After you coming off Saying that Sam Darnold Is still gonna be The starting quarterback We know we not winning Right now nigga He I mean Bro It's gonna take all of us You know what I mean Like um, as I said, I think I said it a couple times, like when, when, when we play really well in every other area, you know what I mean? Like when we're catching every ball, when, you know, we're here, we, here he tackle. goes, here he goes again. And don't get me wrong. Cause I'm fully aware of, uh, of what's going on with Robbie Anderson right now. And 
if 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 Sam Darnold didn't play as bad as he did, and if I didn't have to listen to this bullshit uh, that I had to listen to every week from Matt Rule, trust me, Robbie Anderson, would, I'll be on his ass too. So don't get me wrong, I understand, but here comes the accountability shifting over to other players and not Sam Darnold. Here it comes. Listen. Stepping through tackles at the running game when we run the football well, when we're pass protecting at a high level, um, then I'll look at one guy. But I think he just needs he just needs a lot of help from a lot of guys um, right now, and he's not getting. Um, but I, I see the good moments too. You know, I see all the really good things. And so, what where uh, what what good moments are we referring to? Because I haven't seen shit in the last four weeks. So I'm trying to figure out what good moments we're referring to. Actually, you know what? The last three and a half weeks, because I'll, I'll give him a half of football. He played great. The first half of the Dallas game. I'll give him that. So three and a half weeks, I haven't seen shit. So what good are we referring to here? That's all I want to know. Um, you know, we're going to keep coaching them. Yeah, okay. Keep coaching them. We go back. We go through the process. Um, you know, and then yeah, after a game like this, you kind of just want to go back in the locker room and come out next week with all the same guys and see how they respond. You know what I mean? Like, bad and stuff. you know what? Let me tell you something else. And I, I, I'm done with this nigga. I'm done with this nigga. I'm done with this nigga. After a game like that, if it came in, you know, week three, week four, your first loss of the season, you know, the mentality is that. Yeah, we want to, I mean, you know, that was a fluke. We want to rally the troops, get everybody back on, 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 you know, on the same page, come back out next week and make a statement. Show everybody that that's not who we are. I understand that. Like, I understand that. I get that. And you want me to tell you, you want me to tell you something? He would be justified in saying that. If there was, if this was the first loss of the season, or if this was the second loss of the season, or if we hadn't lost four straight games, he would be okay in saying that. But damn it, right now what the situation is, we have lost four straight. Sam Darnold is underperforming. You and Joe Brady, I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on at all. So that answer to me is unacceptable because no. Because really, right now, Matt Rule, I want your head on a stick. I want you gone already. And just because you only been here for a year and a half, two years, that's the only reason why I'm okay with Dave Tepper, uh, Dave Tepper and Scott not making a decision to let your ass go. That's really the only reason why I'm okay with it. It's because it's only year one, year two, whatever the fuck it is. That's the only reason why I'm okay with it. I don't want to rally these same guys around because it's clear to me that we don't have enough heart, our our leader doesn't hasn't enforced enough discipline. He has no control over the locker room, so it's clear to me everybody won't be on the same page. There ain't no rallying, no amount of rallying right now that you can do to get this team better or to get this team out of the shit state that we're in right now. Besides, get rid of Sam Darnold and find somebody else, and that leads me into my next point. After the game, Dave Tepper goes into the locker room. About an hour later, we hear. Um, I reported, matter of fact, Thursday, I touched on it on the official pod, the full pod, that Miami was a front runner for Deshaun Watson, and they were extremely close to a deal. And Scott and fucking Dave Tepper are just like me and every other Panthers fan around the world, absolutely fed up with Sam Darnold's bullshit already. Hour later after the game, we're back in on the Deshaun sweepstakes. And, and and before I even go fully in on that and give you my thoughts and opinion about that, let's I'm just gonna say right now, matter of fact, I'm gonna try to calm down just a little bit. Cause I'm I'm telling y'all, I've been enraged the past 24 hours. God, honest truth. I, I I mean, I really have. I really have. I've been pissed off. Like, legitimately. I've been pissed, bro. So I'm going to try to calm down. Simple fact of the matter is, Matt Rule right now is seem, seeming incompetent. I'm hating the way he's leading this locker room. I'm hating the way I hear this nigga talk week in and week out in the press conferences. I'm hating the way that this nigga will not stand on his word when he says certain shit. I'm hating the fact that he's always deflecting accountability off of Sam Darnold. To speak of that nigga, 
Sam Darnold. Just a fucking atrocity. Disgusting to watch this nigga play every week. I dread having I, I I and to be honest, let me let me say this too. Last year, and and I'm guilty of this as well, but now this is where I come to Panthers fans and tell them you you gotta take accountability too. Because last year, everything we did was blame shit, or not everything that we did, excuse me. Week in and week out, what we did when we lost close games, when we lost any game in general, as a matter of fact, was we went, you know, our respective groups. I know a lot of you guys have your own channel. You do your own thing as well. Every every week we lost a football game, it was always Teddy Bridgewater's fault. And And again, I'm fully guilty of this as well. I am. I can admit it. I'm fully guilty of this as well. Every week we lost a game, it was always Teddy Bridgewater's fault. Always. No matter what happened, it was always Teddy Bridgewater's fault. Then Teddy comes out last uh last offseason or this past offseason, you know, and he and, and there's rumblings about like our offensive coaches. We didn't go over two minute drills in in in, in uh the offseason during practice, whatever may have you. You know, we shit on him for that again, cause it's just like nigga, get out of here. Cause you just saying all of this now, cause you jobless for one, at the time, obviously when he said it, uh, you know, and you couldn't get the job done, and you never wanted to be in Charlotte to begin with anyway. So we really don't got to We really don't give a fuck about what you got to say at all. But, I mean, if we look at the situation right now, he might have been telling the truth. Honestly, because everything, I mean, everything he's saying or everything he said has shown itself this year. Lack of execution. No real two-minute offense when shit gets tight. Matt Rule having no leadership. No control over what's going on in that locker room. No control over the product that we put out on the field. Nigga just told us that uh, he called a, f- a fake punt. And niggas checked out of it. So no control. Because I, I I guarantee you, it's somebody like Andy Reid. Matter of fact, I won't even say him because that's a bad example right now. And we'll get into the Chiefs a little bit more on Thursday too. Or excuse me, on Wednesday. Because they, they ass out. Kansas City is ass out. So I won't even say Andy Reid. But I guarantee you if Bill Belichick, I guarantee you if Bruce Arians, guys like that, I bet I guarantee you if Sean McVay, niggas like that, I guarantee you if they call a fake punt, uh, nigga, you better not even consider checking out of it. Fuck are you talking about? But that, that one answer... That one answer told me everything that I needed to know. And I said it during the game to my boy Yak. We were watching it. And when I listened to this dumbass interview, it was proven to me. So that one answer told me a lot. He has no control over what the fuck is going on right now at all. He has no control. Right now, let me just take a look at what we have coming up. We got. I know we got Atlanta next week. Atlanta, New England, Arizona, Washington, Miami. I don't. I. I. I personally don't see many. If we. If we. If changes aren't made, and I'm. I'll dive into the Deshaun Watson thing here. Um, after this point, if changes aren't made. And we roll out with this same team that we that 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 is currently, you know, being placed on the field week in and week out. We're in the world of shit. We're in the world of shit. And and, and really we're bad off. Because 
I'm not 100% sure next week we'll go to Atlanta and clip them. I'm not 100% sure. Now, if you would have asked me after week three, this stretch should have been cultivated uh, 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 of about four, five, six wins. Because I had us losing to Dallas, but I had us beating Philly at home. I hit. I had us beating Minnesota at home. I had us beating New York on the road. I had us uh, beating Atlanta on the road. I had us, you know, close game with New England, but I had us winning that. I had us getting clipped against Arizona, and that I mean that's it, it definitely solidified the only remaining undefeated 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 team in football. No idea what's going to happen with Washington. And Miami, they just seem like they, they have nothing to, you know, nothing to lose. So why wouldn't they clip us? So now instead of, you know, five or six wins, I'm looking at maybe one or two. And two is a stretch. And one is a blessing. We could go winless this next six-game stretch. Atlanta, New England, Arizona, Washington, Miami, Atlanta. We could go, we could go 0-6 out of the, uh, for the next six games, really. God honest truth Because the offense Can't do shit And it's clear If the defense hold, uh, If the defense Holds a team To to 10 to 13 points I'm not even 100, uh, 100% sure We can win that Football game Cause we only put up Three points Against the fucking New York Giants Yesterday So I mean This shit is just An atrocity bro Everything has just Gone completely to hell there's, there's no, I mean, there's no really censored way to say it. There's no, you know, nice, cute way to say it. No way to sugarcoat it. We're in a, it's just a shit show, bro. It's a shit show, and we are in trouble. We're in trouble. Now, let's go to the Deshaun Watson thing. Again, like I said, about an hour after the game, because cause, uh, Matt and Scott, uh, excuse me, Dave and Scott both had to sit there and watch that bullshit performance just like we all did. They both had to watch that. And they're fed up just like we are. So, again, I was under the impression that Miami were the sure favorites to land Deshaun Watson and that it was probably pretty much a done deal come Thursday. Or Thursday, that's the impression that I was under. Then, an hour later after the game, Somehow the Carolina Panthers name ends up right back in the discussion with this nigga. Don't get me wrong. Just like y'all, I would love to have Deshaun Watson on the Carolina Panthers. I would. But this is where we run into problems. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up soon. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up soon. But this is where we run into problems. What's going to be the asking price? And if we do trade for this nigga... Is he going to be available? Those are the two things that we have to highlight. And I'm going to go ahead and give you my list right now of niggas that are untouchables, especially if they're still asking for three or four first round picks. If they're still asking for three or four uh, first round picks, even if they're not, if I'm the Carolina Panthers organization, these are the names that have to be on the no fly list, so to speak. Christian McCaffrey can't go nowhere because that's your main selling point. And that's abundantly clear. You have nothing else without Christian McCaffrey. The whole playbook is designed for Christian McCaffrey. You have nothing else but that. Again, that's abundantly clear and it has been abundantly clear the last four weeks in a row. So Christian McCaffrey is number one. Jeremy Chin is number two. Because right now he's your best defensive player. Number three is J.C. Horn. I think that we can all agree on that. Just based on the product that he put on the field for the first two and a half weeks. I think we can all agree that J.C. Horn has to be on that list as well. And then number four is Brian Burns. Everybody else, including Matt Rule's bitch ass, should be on the block. If we have an opportunity to trade for Deshaun Watson. And if we do, again, what is his status going to be? Because I would hate to give up four, five, six first round picks in the future. Plus, 
you know, pieces because you're going to have to throw in. I mean, I'm not even 100% positive that those four guys that I just named, if we do get a deal done, I'm not 100% positive they'll still be on the roster. But if they somehow are, now you have to look at, okay, uh, uh, that, I, I'm sure you're going to have to throw a cornerback in there. So that would leave you with Dante Jackson, which might be best case scenario given that we did trade for uh, Stephon Gilmore. His contract is up this year, as is Deshaun uh, Jackson. So we would have to make a decision between those two, I would imagine, if everything stayed the same as it is right now. We would have to make a decision between those two. Um, and that's only if Stephon Gilmore uh, even chooses to stay. Because I'll be honest, if I'm Deshaun Watson or... Uh, excuse me, if I'm Stephon Gilmore, and even if I'm Deshaun Watson too, I'm looking at the situation in Carolina like, I mean, uh, I don't know if I want to go there. I don't know if I want to stay here because um, this nigga, he got no control over what's going on. They don't got shit offensively besides Christian McCaffrey. Now, given if Deshaun Watson comes in, we have a different story. But I'm just talking about, let's just, I'll just narrow it down to Stephon Gilmore. Uh, no control in the locker room. Team fails to execute week in and week out in tough situations. I don't know what the selling point for him to stay is. And, and in Deshaun Watson's uh, case, I don't know what the selling point is for him to want to come to Carolina. Besides the fact that you have Christian McCaffrey. And if you have to give up Christian McCaffrey in return for him, because that is a possibility. If you have to do that, then what is the selling point? Because we haven't put shit on the film but a pedestrian offense, but an offense that's run through Christian McCaffrey and a, a lack of ability to generate points without him on the field. So what would be the selling point? We're in deep shit. We're in deep shit. And, that, and that's just me being transparent. And I'll be honest with y'all. I had extremely high expectations for this season. As I look at it now, did I put too much faith in Sam Darnold? Absolutely. I had us at 12 wins this year. There's no way that happens now. No way. And a lot of niggas was laughing me out of the room when I was saying it in the offseason. Now, I can make the point if everybody stayed healthy, then we still would be on pace to reach that. But we're not healthy. And right now, we've shown an inability to do anything without one fucking person, one man. And his name is Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah. I had extremely high expectations for us coming into the season. I had us at 12 wins. No way that shit happens now. I've already accepted that fact. Uh, I think that if you think that this season results in anything more than five to six wins, should things stay the way they are, I think you're absolutely fucking delusional. And I hate to say it like that. You know, I love y'all. Keep pounding all of that shit. But we got to be real with each other. We have to be real with each other, bro. It's trouble in paradise already. It's only Matt Rule's, what, second year, third year. Um, I mean, I, I really don't know what much more to say. I really don't. If you're going to make the play for Deshaun Watson, again, number one at that priority list, uh, priority list to keep, in my honest opinion, would have to be Christian McCaffrey because I think he's your main selling point. I think that Deshaun Watson can envision himself with a back like Christian McCaffrey. And I think that that may convince him to come. But if that isn't the case and Christian McCaffrey has to go and a package deal for him, you know, I'm not 100% confident that Deshaun Watson, you know, picks Carolina it's not I don't know how much control he has over the situation in general anyway but if he does have the option to pick out of the two teams 
that are front runners, quote unquote, right now, and he has to choose between Miami and, and Flores or Carolina and Rule, we're ass out. Oh, and by the way, we owe Sam Darnold $19 million next year because we want to sign him to an extension before seeing him play it down in football. Oh, and by the way, we're twelve and a half, thirteen million dollars in debt to Robbie Anderson, by the way. A Robbie Anderson who has six, seven, eight drops over the past three weeks. Oh, and by the way, we have a running back that can't seem to stay healthy anymore. And our number one receiver, our, our number one option at receiver is just as soft as baby tissue. So we're in a we're in a we're in a very very bad spot. We're in a very very bad spot. I just got some uh, something from Ian Rappaport. Um, just a quick clip that I'll play, and then I'll go ahead and wrap it up and get out of here. This is um, caption is the latest on Deshaun Watson. He just just released what's it going on right now. Deshaun Watson situation. Here's what's going on in the Deshaun Watson situation. You have multiple teams, not just the Miami Dolphins, multiple teams are in talks with Houston Texans on potentially trading for Deshaun Watson. That does not mean as of right now, this very second, that a trade is imminent, just that there is, in fact, interest. Carolina Panthers believed to be one of those teams, and there are some others. So that is where the trade talks stand. Nothing has been done, but the interest is there. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson's legal situation is uh, still, as of right now, unresolved. Teams are still interested in trading for Watson, even if that does not get resolved. Uh, So that is another thing to keep an eye on. Plus, Watson is in shape. He is ready to go football-wise, and there has been no indication, Tom, that the NFL will place him on the commissioner's exempt list. So if the Texans do trade him rather than have him sit on the inactive list for the rest of the season, uh, he would be eligible to play right away. Here's what's going on. That's interesting. Um, So at this point, it's just all about, for one, what's best for the organization and the team and what's going to result in wins. And number two, if, if we're thinking from a business standpoint, which we know Dave Tepper does oftentimes, what product is going to put asses in seats? And it's abundantly clear to me that the product that we're putting on the field right now is just simply not going to get the job done. See you all on Wednesday. This is the end of our episode, and thank you as always for tuning in. If you haven't already, follow us and connect with us on social media, Instagram at goodies and two shoes, Twitter at two underscore goodies, TikTok at goodies dot the letter in the number two dot shoes and on YouTube at goodies and two shoes. Also, if you get a chance, please like this episode, drop a comment, leave a review, four or five stars. If you're not rocking with us that much, then okay, let us know why. Give us one star, two stars, however you're feeling. All feedback is good feedback. Again, thank you very, very much for tuning in and I can't wait to talk to you all soon. Peace.